This week on One Body, Stewarding God's Creation, Scott and Claire Stramel talk about their appointment to the Diocesan Respect Life Office. One Body. What are some of the goals of the Respect Life Office? What are some good pro-life resources? We'll answer this and much more. Scott and Claire Stramel are being interviewed by Divine Mercy Radio's on-air host, Cody Marincer. Without further ado, we are going to uh, get Scott and Claire Stramel on the line here. Let me check and see if we've got them. Scott, Claire, are you guys there? Yep, we're yep. here. Oh, fantastic. That is absolutely wonderful. Great to have you guys on the line. Um, so Scott uh, uh, Scott is a uh, sales application specialist at Salina Vortex Corporation, and Claire teaches religion at, uh, is it at Sacred Heart in Salina? Yep. Oh, fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the, uh, this wonderful couple that we have on the line here with us have two boys, Joseph, who is four, and Joshua, who is two, and then they've got another one coming when? March 4th. March 4th already. So already in the womb and be um, out in the world um, somewhere around March 4th. Uh, recently, Bishop Vinky named them the coordinators of the Respect Life Office for the Diocese of Salina. They are members of St. Mary, Queen of the Universe Parish, and it is absolutely a joy to have you guys on here this afternoon. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're so excited. Thanks for having us. Oh, no, it is. It's, it's a blessing. All right. Um, Scott and Claire, just kind of wanting to um, talk to you guys a bit about your role first here today um, with the uh, Respect Life uh, coordinators um, in that uh, position. And, uh, you know, um, probably a lot of us out there don't know what all um, this entails. So maybe if you guys could uh, kind of give us some insight into what that means and what you guys will be doing. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, so we we coordinate quite a few events. Um, I mean, probably the biggest one that our um, office takes care of is the March for Life in Washington, D.C. We schedule uh, or coordinate groups to, um, to go throughout the diocese. Um, and so that's coming up here, um, here in January, gosh, which is so soon. So the due date for um, all registration and stuff was today. So that's coming up pretty quickly. Um, we also have the Rally for Life in Topeka, um, which will be January 24th, um, and so that's pretty much handled by the Kansas City Diocese, but, um, you know, we have a few other events that um, go on throughout the year, you know, masses for deceased children, um, and I think we have the Rally for Life or the uh, Respect Life Retreat that um, is in October. We have the Rosary Congress that we had in October as well, um, and so our office kind of takes care of those events. Um, but I have to give a huge shout out to Jeff Andrews and Bill Mayer um, because really we we came on in September and um, as they were kind of telling us what our role would be, I was like, uh, are we supposed to organize all this stuff here in October? And they had taken care of all of it. And, um, you know, they're both just such go-getters. And um, so uh, and then, you know, of course, with the March for Life, Rick Binder has been incredibly helpful with helping us transition into this role. Um <clears throat> So those are a few of the major events that we take care of. Um, But as far as education goes, a big part of it is, um, and I think that a lot of people could see during Roe versus Wade or with the overturning of Roe versus Wade, as well as um, in the value them both amendment, I was just really amazed at um, 
know, kind of the the confusion about what the pro-life movement really is. Um, I was just so shocked seeing the other side of things where people were saying that, you know, the pro-life movement is only pro-birth or only pro-baby in the womb and don't care about anything after that. Um, And so a big part of our role is we're moving toward um, wanting to really educate people as well on what the pro-life movement is, which we're happy to talk about more as well. Um, But then we're also a point of contact for the parishes and for the laity. Um, You know, we would like to eventually, and, you know, we can talk about that as well, um, get to the point where we have um, Respect Life um, coordinators or um, like a Respect Life committee in each parish, at each parish level. Um, And so to be a point of contact for them. But, um, you know, we just have so many ideas that we want to do and want to add to as well that we still kind of in that position of learning what all is is expected and and learning what we can and can't do so um yeah go ahead scott if you have anything that is fantastic so um back to uh scott and claire though um, have either of you been to the march for life before yeah so i went um i believe my fifth grade year and if i c- remember correctly i I don't really remember planning on going. I'd have to ask my mom, but I think um, my mom and brother were planning on going and I ended up being able to go last minute. Um, and it was quite the experience. I mean, it was, it was awesome, but Scott will be going for the first time this year, but um, we go to the, I, Scott, did you go to the Topeka March? Um, no. So we always went in high school to the uh, March in Topeka and that's, I would highly recommend that for anyone, um, you know, in the diocese that is of course much more accessible um, to the majority of people to go to the rally in Topeka. But um, have you been? With, especially yeah. with, you know, it coming down to more of a state type thing. Yeah. Um, as Claire yeah. mentioned, with the passing of, um, or with the overturning of Roe versus Wade, that, I mean, obviously the March for Life in D.C. is still important, but um, obviously, you know, taking care of that at the state level is is uh, even more important uh, now after that yeah. issue. So, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, one of the things that I was always very impressed with at uh, the National March for Life is just there's just a sea of people. <laughs> you know, oh my gosh. you get out there and and you start walking and you look back and take a picture of it. Um, and you can look online and they have those videos. You know, they have the uh, where they uh, speed it up and, and yeah, it's just yeah. even when they speed it up, it's like holy cow! It's just like a whole <laughs> village of ants. Just whoosh. oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, yeah, and, it, and it's so consoling too because sometimes it feels you feel kind of alone in your thoughts. I mean, yeah. at least I felt that way after the during the value them both and yeah, um, you know all that. You just kind of get a little bit discouraged, but then you pull up the time lapse and you're like, oh hey, there's there's a lot of people who think like I do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would whole, whole, wholeheartedly agree that um, I think that is very important for us to really start marching on our um, own capital um, and uh, showing oh gosh, up there yeah. because yeah, um, you know, especially with uh, what happened um, with you know here and and I think there was a lot of confusion with that bill and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. um, whatever we can do um, to to keep raising awareness and then maybe um, roll right. that back in the future, you know, um, yeah. we got to get out yeah. there and put the boots on the ground. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, let's uh, let's maybe then talk about um, how did you guys even uh, fall into this role uh, for the uh, coordinators of the Respect Life Office? Um, well, actually, I can't remember who, but uh, someone approached 
Claire at the uh, Palmer's <laughs> Market. <laughs> and, um, yes. I think it might have been Kim, um, but I can't remember for sure. Um, yeah. You know, she just kind of approached her and, and said that, uh, you know, Rick was looking to kind of step down from that and kind of focus more on um, his role as a TMP and, and that sort of thing. Um, and they kind of thought we would uh, be a good good couple for that, um, to take on that role. And, you know, over over time, um, especially like in the growth of, for myself, my own faith, and um, now having our own children, um, it's really kind of uh, enlivened a, a passion in me to um, not only um, protect the unborn, um, which is obviously kind of a big, kind of the number one, um, you know, um, thing for us, um, but also, you know, just, just even the fact of issue, the issues of suicide and, um, and then even just, um, helping those pregnant women that maybe are in, in need financially or whatever the case may be. Um, and then just, you know, other things like the elderly and, and, um, taking care of them and just having an overall approach of value, um, of life, um, all throughout. So just kind of, kind of inspired us to to accept the role um and we're we're happy to be here wow that is awesome now you know you said that um uh, you give credit to um rick and bill and jeff and definitely rick but i think bill and jeff you guys just bailed them out so <laughs> no i'm kidding i love them all they're, they're great people but if i didn't give them a little bit of heck they would think something was wrong with me so. yeah no that's exactly right <laughs> now that is awesome and i'm so glad you guys are on here um raising awareness uh, because you know Catholics have always been pro-life, and that pro-life message is, you know, um, often said womb to tomb, but, I mean, it's exactly right. Um, and people kind of forget about that. And, and, and it's it's good for us to be reminded, too, because if we start becoming those people of just, you know, pro-baby, but then um, forget about, you know, what happens afterwards or anybody else in those um, life-threatening situations, then, you know, we, we need a good gut check to remember that we have to be that whole people um, that uh, helps everybody at every stage wherever we can so yeah. um, what what are some of your goals then for um the respect life um office and uh, uh all that movement going within our diocese um yeah so um it's pretty fun i'm glad that um so i actually come from a marketing background and um i'm really glad that scott and i are doing this together because sometimes he kind of keeps me um realistic. <laughs> but um, we had a meeting with um, Bishop Finke and Deacon Mark Roberti, and it was really great. We um, kind of talked about, you know, how can we, how can we really to um, shed light on the truth of the pro-life movement? Because uh, again, I know I already said, but uh, there's just so much, so many lies, I think, surrounding the pro-life movement as far as, um, you know, what it really is, and that it's, you know, just it's anti-choice or it's only pro-birth. Um, and so I think that a big part of, so what we did when we got together and we talked about it is like, okay, how can we shed light on, on the truth of what the pro-life movement really is? And how can we do things like offer support to people in all stages of life, regardless of their past, you know, regardless of, you know, whether they've had an abortion or they have not, or, um, you know, what their beliefs were, what their religious beliefs are. Um, and so how can we, um, you know, first of all, educate people on the truth, but also extend our services to more than just, 
uh, you know, just what it is right now. And so, um, so we kind of talked about putting together a strategic plan for, um, for some of our goals in the future. And, um, Bill, <laughs> you know, I, I gotta give another shout out to Bill. Um, I'm, I'm constantly, you know, we're constantly reaching out to him with just random questions. And, um, and, you know, I, we emailed him the other day and was like, Hey, we kind of put together this marketing plan can you look over it because <laughs> um he just he's he's so great and just so willing to help but, um so we're kind of putting together a a plan um or a strategic plan for the future for the next couple of years and um i would say that like our number one goal that we want to establish first is we would like to reach out to all the parishes um and establish a um pro-life committee or even just like a contact person because um you know, it's one thing if we have these ideas that we want to, um, you know, that we want to go through these goals that we want to um, accomplish, but it's so much easier to have a contact person at the parish level. Um, that, and that really shouldn't fall on the priest either, because they are just so busy, and you know. And um, yeah. so to have, a, I think, number one, the first goal that we have is to establish a pro-life, pro-life committee or um, even just a contact person at the parish level. Um and from there, we can kind of um, any like ideas or events or things like that that we want to um, do. You know, we have a I talked to a good friend of mine, Alicia Knight, um, and she is on the um, the pro-life committee at Immaculate Heart of Mary, I believe there in Hayes. Um, and it kind of asked, you know, she was telling me about some like awesome ideas that she has. And it's like and these things that like I would just love to see come to fruition. And so um, and it would be really great to have that on the parish level, because then it's not just, um, you know, the diocese saying like, here are some ideas, do this. Um, we can get ideas. It'd be easier, I think, to have that point of communication to hear from the parishes um, ideas that they have. Because, I mean, somebody like Alicia Knight is going to have way more, um, you know, fun ideas than I ever will. Um, and so I think having that contact person will be great. And then, you know, from there, um, you know, our biggest goals, events and things like that, but just number one, again, education on, you know, what the pro-life movement really is and offering support to people of all stages of life. Um, but then, but I just really, you know, we talked about with the Bishop, like we, I just really love that, um, that this office is connected with the Catholic church. Um, I mean, of course our services, we would hope would extend toward, um, you know, past just um, our faith. But I think a big part of that or a big um, disconnect is, you know, Bishop Pinky talked a lot about is like, how can we extend mercy to, um, you know, especially here in this year of mercy, extend mercy to the people who have found themselves in unplanned pregnancies and, you know, have, have gone through an abortion, but now what do they do? Um, and so just opening it, opening it up to, um, you know, welcoming those people back who, regardless of their past, um, to come back to confession and come back to the church, um, and that God wants to give us his mercy, um, which is so fitting to talk about it on Divine Mercy Radio, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, so yeah, I mean, is there anything you want to add to that as I just ramble on? (laughs) No, that was Um, great. Go ahead, Scott. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of just the same thing, just the... You know, providing, I think there's so many negative um, things in our world, especially in, in our in our media, um, that provide, that drive misinformation, um, you know, whatever the, the media hell it is, you, you name it, um, for the most part. And then, you know, you get to social media, Facebook, and that sort of thing, and there's a lot of, a lot of negativity or, like I said, misinformation. So, um, 
that's another one of kind of our goals is like Claire mentioned, she's got a, a marketing background. So um, our goal is to kind of um, have more of a kind of a positive presence, I'd say on like those sorts of platforms, um, say like on a Facebook or Instagram and, and kind of provide more um, information that way um, as well. Um, as well as, you know, potentially, um, you know, making videos and, and, um, that, that sort of stuff, doing interviews, um, that sort of thing. So that's kind of another, um, goal that we have. Yeah, that, I, I love that you said that because, uh, so much of social media is built on negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they know that that's what people run on and, and unfor- that mm-hmm. is an unfortunate part of our society. But I think that also does give us that chance, as you said, Scott, to uh, put out that positive message of how we are there uh, to help um, all people at all stages of life. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people are getting sick and tired of all the negativity. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, they're just like, I don't, I don't even want to tune into anything. I don't want to, you know, check whatever their right. Twitter feed or anything else because like, I'm just done. I mean, so if we can yeah. give them that place where you can actually go and see some good things that are happening or give them a positive message of, hey, you may have been through this, but uh, come see us um, and, and we can help you move on from there. I think that's a fantastic thing for you guys to be doing. Um, do you guys have anything else to say for um, any of the other goals that you guys have or something that you're really kind of excited um, that um, is getting rolling out or anything like that? Or can you give us sneak peeks in anything else? anything in that realm yeah um so one of the nice things about um you know the position that we're in is um you know in making this marketing plan and things like that you know we hope to um you know speak with the priest first um at one of their um diocesan wide meetings and kind of talk about our plans for you know first establishing pro-life committees um at the parish level um but also i think that just um What's really nice is there are so many good resources available um, that we can just kind of pair with that it doesn't have to, organ- you know, we don't have to, we're not starting from the ground up. Um, you know, so even, um, you know, I mean, we have Catholic charities and we have the uh, pregnancy crisis centers and the pregnancy health centers and um, things like that that we can pair with um, that just makes that so much easier. Um, but then also just the offices within the diocese, you know, I mean, again, we have, um, Bill Mayer, who's in charge of family life. And I think that those two just go hand in hand. And yeah. so, um, you know, what can we do with him um, or with, you know, the other offices to promote life? But again, to help people to see that it's not just pro-birth that, uh, you know, I know that um, Scott was telling me the other day that um, I was telling him, I was like, it'd be so cool to have like a father-daughter, mother-son dance because I graduated from Benedictine College, and my uh, they did that every single year, and my parents were there every year for it. Um, and I was like, you know, and that's even just like a, you know, that can be pro-life, and I'm getting all excited. And Scott's like, oh, they already do that at Immaculate Heart. I'm like, man, that's awesome. Okay, so how can we um, take things like that, take events like that, and help people to see that? I mean, even doing this is um, pro-life, or like one of the um, things that Alicia Knight and I talked about, or, um, you know, Father Andy's sister, um, talked about just even like fertility awareness and um, natural family planning methods, things like that, you know I mean? So yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of, lots of fun goals and um, things that we'd like to do. But uh, one thing too, that um, I'm excited about is that I think that so many people, um, I mean, we have just 
such a strong diocese. Um, and so, I mean, it was almost like as soon as we like got our email, um, Gina, I think her last name is Leaguer. I think that's how you say it. Um, in Beloit, she reached out and, um, bless her heart. Gosh, I think they're pregnant with their ninth baby. Um, and Rusty, her husband, he is a math teacher at St. John's Beloit. And she reached out and Scott and I were just so amazed at her, um, at her like fire and her passion and her ambition. Cause she's wanting to, she's coordinating a, she's calling it the wonderfully made family expo. And so that'll actually be, um, in January of this year, January 28th, I believe, um, at their municipal building in Beloit. And, um, you know, so she has all these booths that she, uh, got together. So I know that she has like, I think like Catholic charities, like a fertility appreciation booth, pregnancy crisis centers, Rachel Vineyard, Rachel's Vineyard booth and stuff. Um, but so again, like just being that point of contact. And so she's putting all of this together from the ground up, um, and, you know, so one of the nice things for us, like in the position that we're in, that we'll be able to be a sounding board for her and promote that on social media and stuff. And so it just, it really makes our jobs easy that there are so many people that want to rally behind this movement. That is um, awesome. You yeah. know, because, uh, so it's funny, but we have to be reminded as people sometimes about the things that we're already doing. Um, we, right. I, I talked the other day, I, I don't remember who it was we were talking though about um, like the spiritual and uh, corporal works of mercy and that we do a lot of those, but maybe we just don't pay attention. Um, but also right. we might not be fulfilling them because our heart's not really in it. <laughs> and, right. You know, yeah. like uh, my example was changing diapers, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, but that's definitely a pro-life issue there. And so I, I think that's beautiful because I think it's the same thing here that um, bringing awareness to things that people may already be doing, but then being mm-hmm. able to, um, you know, put some in reinvigorate those things in people and open people's um, hearts to um, where is your heart in this matter because that really right. does change things I mean you can do mm-hmm. things for different reasons and depending on why you're doing it um, may depend on um, you know what what goodness may come from that um, yeah, right. and so yeah I, I love that I think it's awesome and yes uh, Alicia is an absolute wonderful person you know, she is. Um, she really so is. much better than her brother. I'm just kidding. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. I love Absolutely. you, Father Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm so glad that, uh, you know, actually, I kind of want to take this time uh, on the radio to, um, yeah, publicly humiliate Father Andy a little bit. <laughs> he, uh, he chose, so Father Andy was Scott's best man in our wedding, and um, oh, he wow. definitely took on the best man role in the um, best man speech and gave Uh-oh. Scott a really hard time. Like, <laughs> I had some brothers <laughs> like, man, he, he really roasted Scott. So I'm glad to hear that <laughs> other people are willing to do that. <laughs> Oh, that's no, awesome. Great. We love him. Absolutely. We do love you guys. What a great family. And uh, wait, what great examples they had in their parents, you know. And so yeah. that is oh, wonderful. Yeah. All right. If you're listening, start praying about uh, what uh, Scott and Claire are talking about, about um, these contact people at parishes. Um, you know, one thing I think that is a detriment to a lot of us is we all – Okay, I can't say we all because there are people out there that are doing it. But a lot of us will listen to things like this and uh, we'll be in the back of our minds, yeah, that's for someone else. 
mm-hmm. you know, but um, if we constantly do that, then it's always, it's kind of like that parish dynamic where they say, what do they say? Like 7% of your parish um, are yeah. the people that are yeah. actually active in the parish. Um, right. And some parishes are better than others, but I think that's, you know, across the nation, that's about what it is. Um, and, and so I think we need to start being those people that actually do pray about these things and say, am I being asked to help in this manner? You know, and, and maybe you'll right. get a no, but maybe you'll get a yeah, that you ought to be that contact person. So you guys want to yeah. speak to that a little bit? or I was, Yeah, I was going to kind of say, like, that was kind of another, not necessarily a goal, but like a way that people can like help in this movement. I mean, it may seem like something small, but just just even growing in your own faith and just living your life in a way um, as a good action would, um, you know, with your neighbors and loving your neighbors um, and, and that sort of thing is is just as effective as, you know, um, you know, some of a social media post or, um, you know, those sorts of things. So I, I would just encourage people to continue to, like you said, to pray and um, especially to pray for conversions of hearts um, for those that, um, you know, kind of are uh, pushing for these things because um, um, they're really working, working hard with them. So um, definitely prayers, but also growing our own faith. And like you said, we'll um, help enliven our own hearts to, to be um, kind of passionate um, towards life because it, it is the, the basic gift of God that he's given us. Um, and I think our, our world has um, kind of twist that, you know, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. You know, life is first on that list for a reason. Um, yeah. But I think our world today flips that, you know, pursuit of happiness, uh, freedom and, and life. You know, it's our, so you continue to, to, you know, grow in your own, you know, faith and that sort of thing. Yeah, that is awesome. So, so true. And, uh, you know, there's nothing more catchy than somebody who is filled with joy because they're living out their faith. Uh, yeah. Look at, uh, had the bishop on here earlier. <laughs> I mean, I, I, can't, yeah. I cannot meet that guy without getting a smile on my face. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's just like, yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't be angry at him. <laughs> and, and we've got some, uh, you know, we've got some great seminarians, too, that uh, Bishop and I were talking about. Um, you know, you think yeah. some of those guys. Um, I also um, uh, going to put you guys on that list. You know, Claire, every time I see you, huge smile. You know, you're always so excited. <laughs> to to meet people and i'm like that that's so awesome so i uh, thank you for blessing us uh with you guys being these coordinators because uh, I, I think you're the right people for the for the job you know and that oh thank you uh, <laughs> keep living it out and, and what a great message we need to take a short break right now but stay tuned to one body stewarding god's creation we'll be right back with more from scott and claire stramel on the diocesan respect life office one body We're back on One Body, Stewarding God's Creation on Divine Mercy Radio. One body, one body, stewarding God's creation. The Diocesan Respect Life Office. Scott and Claire Stramel. One body, stewarding God's creation. 
Cody Marincer conducts the interview. And we are on with Scott and Claire Stramel. They are the new coordinators for the Respect Life office here in our diocese. So um, I, I want to uh, kind of uh, uh, move us then to uh, just things that are going on um, in the Respect Life movement. We've talked um, some about that. Um, we've talked about uh, things that people can start thinking about, praying about, um, but also um what are resources um, that uh, people can uh, look to to keep them informed as to what's going on within our diocese? Yeah. <clears throat> you, yeah. Oh, I, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's a lot of a lot of really good resources. Um, as far as like you know, some of the main ones, I kind of personally use, but um, are also just really good. Um, number one is probably like Kansas for Life. Um, they're really good about providing information, especially like even like legislation um, and that sort of things that are going on in the state of Kansas. Um, and, you know, um, and it, you know, that, that sort of thing. So that, that's a re- really good resource. Um, and then the other um, one is um, not really news, I guess, per se, but um, live action is another really good um, pro-life type resource. Um, they have a lot of great videos and, and commentary and that sort of thing. She's she's really good. I think she's spoken at the March for Life, I think, before. So, um, And then another one that I, that I use a lot, um, not only for kind of pro-life news, but just kind of good Catholic news in general um, would be The Pillar. Um, they're it's a really it's just two guys, and um, they kind of broke off from – um, a different news service and just kind of do it themselves. And um, they just provide really trustworthy news about the Catholic faith. And uh, so those are, those are kind of a few of the resources that I use. Okay. Claire, yeah. anything else from you? Yeah. Um, for me, I want to say, first of all, live action, um, Lila Rose, she's, yeah. she's amazing. She has a great, um, great resource. And um, I would say, especially for, um, for the education standpoint, um, you know, my I teach um, eighth grade freshman and sophomore religion at Sacred Heart, and um, you know, one of the things that I really noticed again with the overturning of Roe versus Wade were these arguments that were coming about, like, oh, okay, well, what about overpopulation, or what about you know the case of rape, or you know, what about um, you know lethal diagnosis or whatever. Um, and she has a whole um, section on like, with just like these really great interactive videos with how to respond to those um, types of arguments. Like, here are the most common pro-choice arguments. How do you respond to them? Uh, But they also, you know, they have a really great, I would recommend signing up for their email blast. And, um, you know, they just do a lot of really great work there. So I'd agree with that, definitely live action. And um, Kansans for Life is such a good resource, especially when it comes to Catholic voting. Um, I mean, just for a lot of things, but for me, you know, we always... um, look up like okay like let's see uh what what kansans for life has to say about the elections Uh this year who do we need to vote for um and then uh catholic vote is a good um you know i like to follow follow a lot of these accounts on social media just for again that whole like getting a little bit of positivity in your instagram or social media pages um students for life is another good one um but I would say, again, um, like Catholic Answers, um, Trent Horn especially, um, he's yeah. an apologist for Catholic Answers. He has a lot of really great stuff um, on uh, just on the pro-life movement and things like that. But uh, they just have, I mean, such a wide, I mean, if 
Catholic.com is their website, and you can type in any question you have about the Catholic faith. And for the most part, they um, they can they have an article or uh, or a um, recording of answers for them. And so that that goes with the pro life movement as well. But they've been such a huge resource for me, especially as a Catholic teacher, as a religion teacher. Yeah. Um, but and actually, too, um, not even necessarily for um, like up to date news, but um, in October at the junior and senior pro-life retreat that we had um, in Salina, we had uh, Dr. Pat Castle was his name from yep. Life Runners. Yep. Um, he was amazing. Oh, my gosh. He was just uh, super interactive. And but he gave a lot of really good statistics and which um, is very uh very truthful about the pro-life movement and yep. um but he's really great i mean he has a good social media following and um you know so uh so yeah so i don't really know if they do much like up to date like here's what's going on but um have a lot of really good statistics and resources and things like that so i definitely um and his group is called life runners yeah um and running is optional so yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he actually was on uh he was on one of our carathons and so um, oh, yeah, he? Okay. he was here and he uh, he got to talk to our um, high school students also um and, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and so um i our um, I think TMP is actually, I don't know if it's a chapter or not, but um, there's yeah, um, a yeah. group of, um, there are a group of people within um, TMP that uh, are actually part of that. Um, and he was mm-hmm. at NCYC um, and my son joined there right. and then came and got oh, me and was like, awesome. dad, he's here. And, you know, because I, I didn't get a chance to join when he was here with us. And so, yeah, exactly. I joined oh, up, but awesome. you're right. Running is yeah. optional. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and man, I got to say, he has an amazing, um, amazing energy. Yes. <laughs> I, I would love to as energetic as he is but <laughs> <laughs> no, yes absolutely <laughs> you know i think yeah. those are great resources you guys mentioned too um and and i would maybe just add um that uh watch some of those things you know you mentioned trent horn and one of the things that trent i have found is able to do he stays very calm um yeah. he does in debates yeah. and you know because sometimes yeah. i'm about to lose my mind and, and he he's just <laughs> he's just sitting there going okay well you know, have you thought about it this way, you know, and, and he may right. even be like, well, yeah, I can understand how that would make sense in some circumstances, but this, you know, da, da, da. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that's a, a hard lesson that I've had to learn in my own life. Um, but oh, if, yeah. if, if you watch enough debates between people, um, we all get tired of the shouting matches. And right. it just wears you down. And, and it comes to a point where even if you're, um, if, especially if your guy or your lady is the one shouting, you're just like, you're, you look like an idiot right now. Right. And you're not, right. you're not winning anybody, right. even if you have all the right answers. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. I so, think something good yeah. that he does is just like, like he kind of mentioned, like he almost like questions to bring out, like, he just doesn't really like come with sayings but he just questions like yeah i've i have never read his um why we're catholic book but oh, his introduction is basically just is basically just i'm reading it right now but his his introduction basically just questions this guy and he basically leads him to his own realization <laughs> yeah. you know through his questioning yep 
Yeah, so I agree that, that those are some great resources there. Thanks for uh, mentioning all those. Um, and then that, I think that also gets to, um, you know, um, there are resources out there. Um, we've got, uh, hopefully we'll start getting some Parish Point people and stuff like that. Um, but then how does, it, it's kind of like with the, the uh, Eucharistic uh, Congress that's going on, you know, um, sometimes people are like, I don't know where we're at. I haven't really heard anything, you know, or something like that. And so how does the information get passed down from um you guys to the parish level? Yeah, so um, I would say, I mean, right now, a big part of it is uh, social media, the Salina Diocese news bulletin, um, the Register, the Faith Magazine, things like that. Um, But, you know, part of this strategic plan that we have is we're wanting to expand to where we have a stronger social media presence. Um, But again, I think that having that Respect Life Committee or contact person in each parish, so then um, you know, that information is being brought down to the parish level um, from people that um, are in the parish who know what's going on, who have face-to-face contact with the priest and the other people. Um, I mean, that would take a huge load off the priest, but would also just allow for more effective communication. So, yeah. um, again, so right now, like, this information is getting passed through social media, social media, the, the news bulletin, the Register of Faith magazine. But the hope is to expand that to make a more... Um, effective process of getting all of that information out to the parishes. Wonderful. Um, and we have talked some about some of the things that are happening. Um, are there any other events that you guys want to um, let us know about that um, may be coming up here soon um, that we can get involved in? Yeah. Um, so I would say, first of all, um, just ones that are coming up is, of course, the March for Life in Washington, D.C. That's going to be on Friday, January 19th is the actual March. Um but will be the group that's going from Salina will be departing from the Chancery on the 17th, which is a Wednesday, um, and then coming back the 21st that Sunday evening. Um, so, you know, whether you're signing up to go or, um, you know, you want to follow along on social media or, um, you know, I would definitely, definitely um, ask for prayers for um, the people who are going on the march, the um, people they'll interact with, the politicians who are voting on pro-life um, on pro-life laws, things like that, but, um, and definitely praying for the safety of all the people, the pilgrims who are traveling. Um, I won't be able to go this year. Um, I, my doctor suggests that I don't. Um, (laughs) and, uh, as Rick Binder said, he said, you know, that's probably not the vision of life that people need is (laughs) going into labor on the bus or something like that. Um, but Scott will be going, um, and there's, you know, a, a couple of schools who are bringing a, group of kids and um so pray for all of those people like especially the high schoolers who are attending um you know to really light that fire under them um for the pro-life movement because i remember i mean even for me in the fifth grade um that was really uh that was really kind of a life-changing event for me like you said um cody to see all the people there and um you know why is this such a big deal that we're all traveling um to washington dc uh, to march for this. <clears throat> so praying for them um, would be huge. But then, of course, the uh, Rally for Life in Topeka, which will be on January 24th. Um, and they'll have a speaker, they'll have a rally, they'll have a mass, and um, and then, you know, they'll march to the Capitol, and that's always a really great event. So whether you can um, individually attend or, you know, maybe um, get together a group from your school or your parish, um, attending that would be really, really great. I think it's just good to have a presence. And like Scott mentioned earlier, I think that the value them both amendment was very eye-opening for um, where we really need to put our focus right now is probably at the state level. 
um, yeah. especially in Kansas. <laughs> um, and so that would be a big one. Um, but again, if you can't attend for whatever reason, definitely um, praying uh, for those people who are going, praying for the people who are putting it on, for our lawmakers, um, for the conversion of hearts, um, for the people who are voting, um, all the good things. And then, um, and then lastly, like I mentioned um, briefly, Gina Leaker is putting together the Wonderfully Made Family Expo. Um, so that will be on Sunday, January 28th from 2 to 5 in the municipal building, um, which is in Beloit. And so as she gets more, um, I mean, she's coordinated a lot of stuff on pretty dang short notice. But um, so, uh, yeah, once we have some more like um, firm details, we'll be posting about that on social media. So um, either attending that if you're um, able to or, you know, and even just doing things like sharing posts on social media about it, you know, spreading the word and um, helping others to see it, see it as well. Um, so those are probably the three biggest things that are coming up um, here in March. We'll open registration for the um, deceased child um, masses for the parents of the deceased ch- children. Um, so that registration will open up in March um, and then that will be in um, there'll be two different masses in May for that. Okay. Uh, so the, the Family Expo, can you give us any teasers or anything? I have no idea what that is, and maybe I should have heard of it yeah. already, but um, is there anything yeah, you can think, at yeah. least like get us excited about here? Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, first of all, be excited because um, I know that Gina, um, she she's put a ton of work into this. And, and like I said, when she emailed Scott and I just with kind of some ideas that she had, Scott was like, man, she's ambitious. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, she emailed us with all these plans that she has. Um, but so like I mentioned before, um, she a big part of the reason why she decided to put this together was to make just another um, another like kind of local option if you are not able to go to the March for Life in D.C. or able to go to the Rally for Life in Topeka. Um, Because she, you know, she told stories about they have eight kids and um, she always felt like it was very worthwhile for her to go to either the March in D.C. or Topeka. But um, she said one time she was driving home and it was particularly icy and she's like, okay, why am I doing this? (laughs) And so um, she wanted to do something more on the local level. And so, um, as I mentioned, I know that she is going to have various different booths um, with just, and again, that whole aspect of trying to cover all aspects of being pro-life. So she'll um, be meeting with, uh, she'll have a Catholic Charities booth, and I think that their main focus is adoption um, and then fertility appreciation. So, um, uh, and so trying to, um, you know, promote just understanding our fertility and, um, you know, the, 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 uh, hormone genius and all the things and uh and then again like the pregnancy crisis center she'll have someone there speaking from that and rachel okay. rachel's vineyard um and so that's pretty much the majority of information that i know right yeah. now but knowing her she's super on top of it she'll be um <laughs> she'll be yeah, think, sharing a lot more think, information like, on that potential speakers and you know that yeah. sort of thing as well yeah. i don't know like who are i think she mentioned maybe some kansas for life people i think i think yeah. potentially so okay um yeah so there's kind of a lot of things potentially going on with that so awesome well yeah that at least gives us that um sneak peek into um uh, maybe uh, you know keep your eyes open um keep your ears open and, and be looking for those uh, things to come out um, but also um you know as you were talking about um the march for life um and uh 
basically people being prayer partners, you know, part of the focus um, model is that they have uh, people that go on mission with them, you know, either through donations or um, through prayers, um, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like we're doing right now. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. which, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think um, that is another one of those huge things that, that you were mentioning is know that um, when you pray, if you weren't able to go to the March for Life, that's what you're doing is you are still going on mission mm-hmm. with them, but you're going on mission um, through your prayers. You may not be able to be the literal boots on the ground, but I mean, as we know, a lot of times prayer is is uh, more effective than anything we're doing. Right, <laughs> um, yeah. right, um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't want to discount their witness because, yeah, I've, I've been a few times, and it's, it's definitely a trip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But, yeah, don't discount your prayers. They are huge. All right, uh, Scott and Claire, we've got a few minutes left. Um, is there anything else that you guys wanted uh, to uh, pass along uh, before we are done here? Um, and anything else that uh, uh, you could uh, kind of let people know this is how you can help in this ministry? Yeah, um, I would say, I mean, and, and maybe this is kind of from a teacher perspective as well, but um, I would say, I mean, a big part of it is, and you know, and I know that you asked earlier, um, you know, how did we kind of get into this role? And Scott talked about just growing in, in his own faith and, um, things like that. But I would say that um, for me, I mean, I became interested in this aspect of our faith because of my parents. Um, I mean, they were just so, so good. I mean, I'm lucky enough to be a cradle Catholic, and uh, but not only just being a cradle, cradle Catholic, but I was raised in a house where um, the faith was the most important thing. And so just speaking about the pro-life movement, I mean, my parents, we attended Life Change, we attended the March for Life, my dad volunteers to drive the bus to Topeka every year to the March for Life there. And um, you know, we prayed at abortion clinics. We every night we prayed to end abortion, things like that. Um, and they were always very open about speaking the truth. Um, so you know, like like how we vote as Catholics, you know, is always going to be um, for life first and things like that. But um, you know, but more than anything, they set an example by their actions. Um, you know, they helped us to see the truth of the pro life movement for all life. Um, you know, by my, I have so many memories growing up in my family and my parents' household with, you know, them taking meals to elderly people and supporting mothers and families, whether that be relatives or people they didn't know, um, taking friends, you know, elderly friends to mass and to appointments. My mom, um, you know, was one of my grandma's main caretakers for the last 10 years of her life. Um, and even just small things like, so I would say that from a teacher perspective, um, I just want to say that this, uh, the understanding of the pro-life movement comes from home, um, you know, and, and uh, I really like just appreciate even my students who I can tell that like the faith comes from home, that I'm not their main source of Catholic education. And the same thing in the pro-life movement, um, you know, I, like I said, it was so much more effective that my parents um, set an example, um, you know, even just small things like seeing like misbehaving kids at mass, you know, when the majority of people would probably tell the mom to take the kids to the back. Like I'm sure most of people think of us, like when our two year old is throwing a fit, like, Oh yeah, I go to the cry room. Um, but my mom would just say something like, man, that's so pro-life. Like, yep. gosh, that's awesome that they're here. Um, and so just small things like that, I, um, they really truly promoted a culture of life, um, in our home. And so because of that is why, um, you know, my siblings and I are really passionate about this. And so I'd say, like, how can you help or, like, how can people at home help um, is, first of all, like, just 
being willing to educate your families because um, educate your children, educate the people that you're around um, to help them um, see that through example, uh, but not being afraid to talk about the pro-life um, movement and being willing to do things like my parents did, like taking a meal to a new mom or to an elderly person, encouraging a new mom um, and just promoting a culture of life um, would be number one, you know, and then of course, always prayers. Um, you know, Scott, Scott talks a lot about praying for the conversion of hearts um, because that's really, um, that's really where things are going to start to change is um, praying for a, um, conversions of hearts that people see the dignity of val- and value of life at all stages. Um, and then, you know, lastly, just things like where you can help if, if you or someone, you know, of someone who would be a good, um, you know, representative to be a parish pro-life com- on the parish pro-life committee, things like that. Um, you know, we would love to work with you and, and see how you can help in ways like that as well. Fantastic. Scott, did you have anything to add? You've got about 60 <laughs> <Sorry>. seconds. <laughs> this is pretty typical that of our relationship. Awesome. <laughs> I guess um, Catholic Radio, especially, you know, there in Hayes and, and as it's spread and grown, um, was really vital in in uh, my growth and my in my faith and, and some of the programming and, and, um, and having that. So, um, and having the you know, being lucky enough to have it basically across all I-70 is a uh, um, very fortunate thing um, that we have. And uh, continue to pray for the radio and to, if you can, financially to, to certainly help. All right. Fantastic. Thank you guys so very much. Uh, praying for your kiddos and your family and, uh, you know, uh, pray for us. I know you do. I appreciate that. And thank you so very much for your time and what you're doing for our diocese. Thanks for tuning in to One Body, Stewarding God's Creation. Folks, heaven is unseen, but so are these airwaves. If you can support these airwaves and help save souls for heaven, go to dvmercy.com and click on Donate, where your donation will be seen and appreciated. You're listening to the network of stations of Divine Mercy Radio. If today you hear His voice, harden not your hearts. One body, stewarding God's creation.